I'm not trying to scare people or overwhelm them, but I do think we need to be aware of what the risks are so we can make conscious and informed decisions. The fact that some people just want to bury their heads in the sand or call me paranoid doesn't change the fact that there really are detrimental toxins, and more often than you think in detrimental amounts, in our textile purchases. Hi, I'm Melissa. This is Hot Stocks Health. First off, I want to give a shout out to the Simple Folk. You can shop them at simplefolk.com. Co. They have some amazing and adorable options for GOTS, Goats Certified Organic Clothing, and other low-impact options. I found their brand around the time that I was starting to research for this podcast, and when I reached out, they happily offered 20% off to my listeners with the code NEW20, no space. So enjoy that at thesimplefolk.co. We have some pieces from them, actually. Our Easter pictures are all the simple folk on my Instagram, if you guys have seen those. Anyway, you're probably wondering what GOATS or GOTS certified means, and we're going to talk about that later. But first, I want to do a quick overview here. So there's a lot to this topic, and I want to try to keep it simple and straightforward. First things first, there's a thing called CPSC, the Consumer Product Safety Commission Pretty much all like westernized governments have some something like this. So it basically protects the public from unreasonable risk or injury or death from consumer products, including textiles. All that to say that this isn't some obscure idea that I'm throwing out there that I'm just like paranoid and it's like something that's so fringe. You know if the govy knows <laughs> it's been a while, you know what I mean? There's pretty much resounding science to back this up and the general public has already caught on to the knowledge of it. So that's how indisputable this is. This isn't some rando thing that people are going to be like, oh my gosh, she's just crazy. Which, I mean, people will anyway, because everyone always does. Anyway, in the show notes, I will link a list of reports that the CPSC has on different toxic changers and textiles that you can read if you want, if you just ever have some free time. I'll link that in the show notes. But ultimately, to cut to the chase, there are five top, although there are obviously many other toxins we see over and over again in our clothing and our textiles, these top five. Let's just focus on clothing for now as an example. But when we're talking about this, keep in mind any textile purchases made with material like couches, carpets, rugs, strollers, baby products, you know, lots and lots of baby products. That's the big scary one for me, honestly. There's just, there's just, tiny people and they react to toxic limits sooner and yet what we do is insane we blame the baby he has sensitive skin she's just so sensitive yes babies are sensitive instead of just accepting that as a reason rather than the expression of a problem let's look at what is in their environment that could be causing this okay let's get right into these five top toxins and i'm sorry if you can hear my ac my recording setup is a little bit how do you say that in english it's a little bit um i don't know podunk anyway one of the other reasons that trent's not here besides that he's driving sage around in the car so you can't hear her in this but anyway if you can hear my ac i'm really sorry this is a low budget production today so number one we're going to talk about lead reading into the cpsc reports it's shocking how much clothing tested contains over the allowable limits of lead there is so so little control over all the mass amounts of fast fashion that we ship from china china primarily but also other countries with the same issues and toxins lead isn't just used in zippers though although there was you know i don't know if you remember this but a huge backpack and lunchbox debacle not too long ago where tons of backpacks and lunch bags with zippers that were full of lead were found it's actually used to dye clothing especially brightly colored clothing really vibrant clothing 
So all those moms you roll your eyes at for all the neutral trend that's going on with, you know, always wanting to dress their kids in neutrals, they actually may be onto something. Clothing with muted colors are less likely to have used lead. I'm not saying that that it's 100%, but because lead is used for brightly colored dyes, we can then kind of deduce that if you're buying more muted, neutrally colors, you're kind of diminishing that risk a little bit. Okay, formaldehyde. What we all probably think of is like, you know, the things that we dissected in science class in middle school, but it's usually used to keep the clothes from molding or growing bacteria during transport because as you've all probably learned if you didn't know before, big giant shipping boats full of things are brought over to through San Francisco or they used to be anyway let's not get political here <laughs> so that sounds pretty good right you don't want it to grow mold you don't want to grow bacteria you don't want to grow fungus except uh, like probably the only thing you know about formaldehyde is that your creepy eighth grade teacher like piggled his pig intestines that were sitting on the shelf in the classroom I know this was, this is my story and several kids got itchy eyes just from being around the fumes that were coming off of the rats while you were dissecting them and they were like don't take your goggles off so now imagine taking two times the allowable limit and putting that on your little kid's body and then sending them out to play. Would you really be surprised when they come back with a rash? Yet we seem to just be so surprised with why our kids have rashes, eczema, and we buy all these expensive creams and lotions and take them to all these doctors. I'm not saying that this is it's this simple for everyone. I'm just saying that it could be for some. I don't know. Wash your clothes before you wear them. It's not just about germs from someone who tried them on at the store or touched them with their dirty hands. Number three, phthalates. We've talked about phthalates before. Check out my highlight on plastic on my Instagram page if you want to go in more in depth about the risks and effects of phthalates. I talk about a super interesting study on rats, and I believe I also mentioned another human study that this amazing scientist came up with. It's just an, it's an incredible, very thoughtful study. Either way, it's common knowledge that phthalates, which are what gives plastic it's flex flexible features I, I believe I've also heard that it, it it makes it shiny I don't know but I do know that it's they use it to make it pliable flexible endocrine disruptors we know this an example of this in clothing would be plastic printed logos characters sayings all those cartoons that they like paint on the shirts so if you're anything like me and you don't have and you don't like those things, you don't have to feel guilty for avoiding those bright, flashy character shirts that your kid wants to wear every single day now. You're welcome. So let's move on to PFCs, perfluorinated and polyfluorinated chemicals. These are linked to cancer and kidney disease. It's what's used in rain boots, raincoats, shiny high heels, swimsuits. It's a water repelling agent and it is also an endocrine disruptor besides being linked to cancer and kidney disease. Number five, whew, rolling through these really quick. NFEs, nonalphenol exothalates. I practice this. I I promise I practiced this, but you guys are just going to trust me, right? That that's a real word and that I didn't butcher it. And nonalphenols, industrial detergents, essentially. This is what they use to clean. So their skin irritants, other issues, endocrine disruptors, all that good stuff or bad stuff, <laughs> you know. Not good. So what then? We all be nudists? <laughs> well, I, I guess that poses its risks too, right? So what do we do? I first off want to remind you, your body is resilient. 
The point of this is not to make you scared and afraid to live your life. It's to empower you to make small choices to take a little bit of that load off of your amazingly resilient body. Let's talk about a few options for reducing your toxic intake through clothing. I think, let's see, I made a list. Let's see if we can get this into five points. So my number one tip would be to avoid fast fashion. Bright colors, cheap quality, plasticky logos straight from China in the masses. I'm sorry if you're picking on China. The majority of our clothing does come from China. That's why I'm picking on them. There, it, These types of toxins, again, do come from other areas as well. Number two, wash your clothes before you wear them. Washing non-organic clothes is kind of like washing non-organic produce. Chemicals are literally embedded in the fibers and you aren't really going to get it all off. Not to mention, especially for those who use gray water for gardening, you might, you know, be a little icked out by this because what you're washing off of those chemicals, sorry, this is kind of a side tangent, but if you do use gray water for your gardening, I would recommend if you do buy clothes that are not organic, go take them to the laundromat for the first couple washes because that'll get a lot of it out. Again, like I said, it won't get all of it out, but as it gets older, they'll start to get more, break down more and more of those toxic chemicals within the fibers. Anyway, if you're using your gray water, you're putting that water from your washing machine into your garden and then essentially right into your mouth. So if you start having mutated food, you know why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, you will get some off and a little more each time you wash, like I said, which leads me to my next tip, which is wear secondhand. Buy used clothes, get hand-me-downs. These things I've talked about off-gassing before in my uh on my Instagram, I know, because we bought a used couch and I talked about how it was off-gassed. Even though it is still has chemicals, it's off-gassed. Some of those have been released or worn off some of their toxic properties. I talked about kind of off-gassing a car seat, for example, setting it outside in the sun. This is also an amazing option for those looking to reduce their footprint on the earth because, as they say, the best clothes for the earth is the clothing that never has to be made in the first place. So take advantage of this whole vintage trend going on. Number four, buy from trusted sources. I know this one is hard because how do you know who you can trust? I know we all appreciate the ease of buying something quick and cheap off Amazon, but the truth is with millions of sellers, this is extremely hard to regulate. And to be honest, nowadays with the price, really isn't typically that much cheaper because the demand for Amazon goods is so high. I'm not trying to villainize Amazon. I use Amazon pretty much daily. I'm just using it as an example of a very underregulated source of a lot of consumer goods from China. And I mentioned China specifically again because they are our biggest source of textiles for the U.S. and the biggest offender when it comes to toxic overload. Besides quality control buying, just straight quality will help you avoid having to repurchase as often, if that makes sense. So quality control, but also quality items, because then, like I said in, in my tip before, you'll be able to wear it for longer and then you won't be repurchasing as often, starting the process of, of toxic dilution over time over again. Buying made in the USA is a good way to reduce toxic toxic exposure, even though most materials that say made in the USA clothing, the materials that they're made with is made in China, but it does help a little bit. Five. Lastly, and the best option, if the only factor that we're really looking at is purely reducing our toxic exposure. So again, that's the angle that I'm going with on this. Of course, there's other things in your life that you need to factor in. You need to factor in the stress of, of accessing these goods. You need to factor in the price, all those other things. So when we're talking about 
no other aspect besides purely reducing our toxic exposure, the best option, in my opinion, is to buy organic clothing. So I want to take a minute on this one because this is something that I want to start to implement in my family more. And so I've researched it a bit more than the other options. Also, I think there's more to it than the other options. First of all, you can buy clothing that's made using organic cotton and you can buy clothing that is GOTS certified. And there are other certifications as well, but this is probably the most common one and kind of like the gold standard as far as I can tell. So GOTS stands for Global Organic Textile Standard. Again, there are others, but I just want to keep it simple and share about this one. Uh, I might I might share about one other uh, certification later. But anyway, what's the difference between got certified garments and say a garment that says made with organic cotton? Well, surely organic cotton is a step in the right direction. However, it simply means just that it's made using organic cotton. It doesn't speak to the process of what went on during the production. So got certified clothing, however, is like the clothing I mentioned from the simple folk. They, they sell GOTS certified clothing. They approve that it has gone through organic processing methods through the whole making of the garment. So then we have Oikotex, O-E-K-O-T-E-X. And that, um, I just want to mention that really quickly. I wasn't going to, but I am. I just decided I wanted to. It's my podcast, so I can do what I want to. <laughs> Um, this approves that the, the chemical exposure and all of that is below allowable limits by them. It doesn't speak to how it was processed. It's just looking at the end result of the product. So a lot of people prefer to be it to be GOTS certified, although Oikotex is a good thing to look for as well. If you're looking to buy brands, I would Google search maybe some of the following. GOTS, Cradle to Cradle, Oikotex, or Blue Sign. They're all good Google search words when you're looking for different brands to buy from. So this year I found out Target actually released a chemical reduction policy. Well, they did in 2020 with a goal that by 2022, they would remove PFCs and flame retardants across their production lines which is good. I mean, I kind of think we're headed there anyway, just the consumer pushing it. But I can't find any info on this is on if this has actually happened. But it's really exciting for me as far as flame retardants and couches and baby products, which is just banned in a lot of places already. Of course, PFCs and flame retardants aren't even in the top five list we listed of toxic textiles. I don't know. I just like you don't you're not automatically safe shopping at Target just because of that. And I don't want to say safe. Like, obviously, your body's resilient. You're going to be okay. We're just looking on ways to cut things down a little bit. Anyway, we've been over that. Okay, so let's review some things to look for and some things to avoid. So some things to avoid. Labels that say things like flame resistant, stain resistant, flame retardant, wrinkle free, static free, fake leather, shiny plastic logos and coatings, waterproofing features, brightly dyed clothing, especially on synthetic fabrics because they require more and stronger dyes to dye things, fast fashion, cheap clothing that needs replaced often, cheap baby products, cheap mass-produced school supplies like backpacks, zipper pouches, lunch bags, etc. And things to look for are used clothing, GOTS and Uikotex certified clothing and goods, lightly dyed clothing with natural fibers, Again, they're not a guarantee, but your odds are better. Out of all the places I found online, I really liked Koyuchi. I'm looking at their organic bedding right now, actually, and the Simple Folk because it has a 
boutique feel and their kids clothes are just super adorable and right up my alley they have a ton of dual gots and oikotex certified cotton clothing and they even use natural plant dyes which i love they also have some things that aren't cotton but are still sustainably made like these really really cute baby swimsuits so for my hiker friends also i wanted to mention that i found out patagonia is ranked really highly for their clean and chemical free textile practices and lastly i wanted to know and link a goop interview with marcy zaroff who is somebody who helped create the goat standard hold on sing to brighten this singing Okay, so the last thing I wanted to know and link is a Goop interview. I'll link this in the show notes with Marcy Zaroff, who is somebody who helped create the GOTS certification. There's a really cool comprehensive chart that I'll link. That's what I want to show you in that interview that she did with Goop. And it's just a list of chemicals found in textiles and what they're used for, what type of things they're found in, and what the risks and concerns are for that specific chemical, all in a nice, easy-to-follow chart. I kind of wish I had found it before doing all this research because it was so super easy to understand and I could have just like read it as my podcast. I definitely recommend taking a look at it. Only a few of the toxic chemicals are ones that I've mentioned and there are nine total on the chart. I think there's two that I did mention. I think formaldehyde and phthalates are were on the list and then there's some other ones so definitely worth uh, a look i'll link that in the show notes actually last thing that i want to mention if you guys are in town if you live in the phoenix area i love to pull anybody i can along for this ride with me so my friend who owns a spa and a boutique at her spa just started selling GOTS certified organic baby clothes and they are so cute one of the brands that I love is 10th and pine and they're selling that and it's adorable and you should definitely go check them out and support them spa minks in north mesa just search spa minks in your google search and it should show up but I think they're planning on expanding more just excited for them anyway just a little shout out to them if you are in the area and looking for little toddler baby clothes I think is what they have right now I really want to get her on to talk about her organic and all natural facial methods and things so you guys should leave a comment encouraging her to do so all right well I'm gonna log out um a reminder about the a discount code new no space number 20 at the simplefolk.co not com but co the simplefolk.co new 20 for 20% off enjoy <laughs>